This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Well, hello and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. This is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Listeners, we always have great topics on our show, and I want you to learn and listen to more of them. So what you should do is go to our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Lots of great information on there. You can click on the radio page. Um, You can also subscribe to this program on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And for those of you who go to the website this week, you're going to know something different. Completely redesigned website. Whoa. It looks beautiful. So be the first to look at it, please. Let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, ask us about different things you'd like to hear on the show, like the topic that uh, Mr. Shore and I came up with today. So today we're going to talk about the future of retirement. And many experts expect that retirement's going to look completely different in the coming decades, thanks to technology and also the changing workplace mostly. Um, changes to the average retirement age, social security, you know, there's so many things on the horizon and that have such a hazy future. Uh, Market volatility comes to mind recently. Uh, The more and more you start preparing for retirement, you know, you have to just be adaptable to all of the external forces and the changes that are going to happen. And so, like I mentioned uh, on the show today, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the trends that will most likely affect retirement in the near future and also talk about some retirement changes um, that are a little bit further down the road. But in order for myself and Tony Shore to do that, I got to introduce him. Mr. Tony Shore, my co-host. Here he is, folks. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're talking about the future today. I like it. I like it. Uh, uh, I, you know, nobody has a crystal ball, but you do know from experience what can happen when people don't plan properly for retirement. And retirement is changing in the coming years. It's constantly changing. So I'm glad we're talking about this today, Nick. Uh, But I've been great. Thanks again for having me on the show. And I'll tell you what, I've got the new website pulled up right now. Beautiful. I mean, really, really beautiful. Had to modernize it and had to make some changes just like we're going to talk about today, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Jones Financial Talk. You can go to the show page. I love that. Got a separate show page. Uh, the old site was a little confusing to find the radio shows and information. And now for our listeners out there, everything's clean. There's tons of information on here. You can listen to this show, past shows. And of course, we have it on all the major podcast sites, Jones Financial Talk. And all they have to do is go to jonesfinancialtalk.com to check it out. And uh, wow, Nick, this is great. How have you been? What have you been up to? Things are great. Obviously, it's uh, summertime here in the Rogue Valley. Uh, enjoying the the weather as it heats up and, you know, occasionally rains, which is fun as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's been a great year. The markets have been stronger and better this year. Uh, lots of different topics are on clients' minds, uh, just like evolution, right? Uh, evolution in our firm, evolution in uh, retirement planning. And so I'm excited to talk about this today some more with you as well, Tony. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to talk about it too. But first, it, there's an island pictured on the, your website. I love that. Crater up in the mountains. Lake. That's Crater Lake. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. There's awesome. a little. I didn't realize there was a little island in there. You know, I've never been to Crater Lake. I have oh, to admit, it's an amazing state park, national park. Obviously, oh, and, I gotta uh, go. I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta get out to that island. That's what you I could, need used to, to be able to fish off that island years ago. Oh, do they let fun. anybody on that island anymore? I think it's very difficult to get out there now. After yeah. COVID hit, they stopped running. Uh, whatever it was, a little boat in and out of sure. there daily. Yeah, it's pretty cool looking though. I encourage uh, all of our listeners to check it out. Uh, but yeah, this this topic today, where do you want to begin? So, you know, the first thing that will likely disrupt retirement planning is the retirement savings gap. And we have talked about this before, but because of the cost of living increases that we have, more people are struggling to save for retirement. And, you know, recently a U.S. news survey determined that 41% of Americans stopped putting money into their retirement accounts last year in 2022 because of one thing, high inflation. Yeah. Um, You know, also there's some experts that polled um, some 401k plans. One of the leading 401k plan companies is principal. And they agreed uh, after looking at that study that the retirement savings gap is likely to grow larger by 2030. Um, there is some potential good news on this front though. However, as we've discussed a few times on the show this year, <clears throat> you know, new this year, the federal secure act 2.0 um, does have lots of incentives for saving for retirement. So I'm hoping that as we discuss those and more and more people hear about the different changes that are happening there, they will start saving again. Yeah, I agree, Nick. And my first thought is that if any of our listeners out there have paused contributing money to their retirement accounts, uh, they definitely need to get together ASAP with a financial service professional and advisor like yourself uh, because it is ironic when you have a bad year or a down year like 2022 in the markets, a lot of people pull out, which is exactly what you shouldn't do. They take their money out of the market. Um, but you definitely don't want to miss uh, the uh, upswing either, which has already started. So uh, that's an, that's a huge problem, isn't uh, it? Also, most retirement plans, especially if you have one you know, with your employer, uh, obviously have match contributions that occur. And so you should at least be contributing enough to get that match from your employer. That's just free money you're living on the, or you're leaving on the table, Tony. Right, exactly. So what do you have next? So, you know, the other thing I wanted to discuss is uh, a big disruptor is going to be the aging workforce that we have, uh, because that means that, you know, there's more older folks that are going to stay on the job and delaying retirement can come down to numerous factors, including financial needs. Um, One of the big ones that I talk with lots of clients about is maintaining healthcare coverage. Um, you know, when, when they're getting closer to the age of retirement. And so delaying retirement can have some significant financial benefits because obviously it provides just more time for people to build those savings up and to, to make sure that they're taking about uh, taking care of the needs that they have uh, before the age of 65 uh, when they turn and are able to use Medicare. But, you know, as more people delay retirement, plans will need to be adjusted accordingly. And so some employers are already responding to the needs of their older workers and providing, you know, more thorough financial wellness benefits and educational programs designed to help them make that solid financial decision um, before they retire. Um, Lots of things happened during COVID-19, but one of the things uh, that happened in COVID-19 changed some retirement plans. Uh, uh, and, And that was with uh, the thought of spending more time, you know, on different things like holistic financial wellness, um, you know, and, and talking to your advisor more virtually or, or working with your 401k company more virtually. Um, and so the idea here, though, is, 
you know, holistic financial wellness basically is uh, employers addressing the needs of your workers at every stage of your life, uh, providing more options, education and access based on your age. There's not a one size fits all. I talk to clients about this all the time. You know, unfortunately, in many 401k plans, the investment universe is very narrow. There's not many options. And so you kind of get this cookie cutter approach with a target date fund or something like that that might not be appropriate for you. So I'm happy that employers are starting to consider uh, to making make some changes to help people at different life stages throughout uh, throughout their careers. Yeah, and that's uh, changes. Uh, you have to roll with the times. Things are changing. And, you know, having an employer that embraces holistic financial wellness and personal financial services uh, and uh, working with somebody like yourself, Nick, that's a great combination for workers, isn't it? It definitely is. And, you know, I think that most employees would push uh, their employers to have more customizable options for retirement planning, for sure. And, you know, um, in many cases, that would mean that employees would get to tailor their investments to their own needs and risk tolerance, for instance. And so, you know, Tony, with the onset of the amazing different things that happen in the technology front, it is uh, obviously probably, you know, just going to accelerate this move to customization. Uh, many people want that. Uh, I would think that most people that are willing to put money into a retirement account want something that's customized for them. But the truth is most employers don't have a financial advisor like myself on staff helping people do that. And so, um, you know, if you can sit down and if you can be more customized based on the different part of your life that you're in, it's just going to be, it's just going to be better. Uh, and technology yeah. I think is really what's going to change that mostly Tony. Yeah. I mean, technology changes everything as we all know, and it's constantly and rapidly accelerating, isn't it? I mean, it's just amazing. And, you know, uh, a lot of it's for the better. Uh, some of it can complicate things. But I think for retirees, uh, from healthcare to other aspects of retirement, hopefully it's going to be a helpful situation. Now, we should take a quick break to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you, Nick. Well, speaking of technology, Tony, we just updated our website, like I mentioned, listeners. Oh, it's yeah. much simpler. Tony's on there. He's looking at it now. It was very confusing for some. It was very detail oriented. And so we've simplified everything and made it good for you just to check out. Go to jonesfinancialtalk.com to learn more information about everything we talk about on the show, please. Yes. Uh, and I, I just can't urge that, uh, stress that enough. And you can also, uh, from there, go to the main page from our show page. You can go to the main page. There's places to schedule appointments and things like that. If you want a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation, go to jonesfinancialtalk.com. And we're going to be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk right after this. Most people plan on taking their social security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions at 541-773-9567 or visit jonesfinancialtalk.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with the man himself, Nick Jones. Uh, Nick, a great guy. I hope all of our listeners at one point in time get a chance to sit down and talk with you, Nick, because 
you're a wealth of information, pun intended, and a great guy to chat with. And I know we're talking about the changing future of retirement planning, and uh, we're talking about a lot of different things uh, today. Uh, where do you want to go from here? All right. So let's continue discussing, you know, that changing future of retirement planning by focusing on millennials. Uh-oh. Okay. I know a lot of people talk about millennials. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, while I definitely understand uh, those that are listening are probably significantly older than millennials, I think this conversation will have a lot of information that you'll find useful and interesting. Because, you know, if you have kids or grandkids who are millennials, um, I also want you to share what you learned today with them. There's just so many different things that we can talk about with this group of people, right? Um, so let's define them. Millennials are people that are born roughly between the, uh, the years of 1981 and 1996, and they're going to have a harder financial time of it than many of their previous generations. Uh, I mean, there's mounting student debt um, that they're going to have, stagnant salaries, you know, um, and what that has done is it's forced many of these young workers to delay things like marriage and purchasing a home. And actually, Tony, interestingly, I read an article last week from Fidelity that said that the average 401k balance for millennials is only $30,000. And so even if the stock market spiked to unexpected levels and just went up like crazy, there's no way that's going to be enough to get them into retirement. And so something that we need to discuss. Yeah. Yeah, that that is a problem and that's something people need to look at and this is where parents and grandparents come in, right? Uh, tell their kids, the grandkids, "Hey, here's why you need to make sure you're contributing to your 401k, take advantage of the match, uh, things like that." So, in 40 or 50 years when today's millennials are retiring, what can they expect then? Okay, so the first thing um that will be good is when millennials start retiring, everybody's going to know their genetic makeup better than previous generations. And that's very important because having a better sense of your potential longevity and health mostly can help you build a financial strategy for retirement that considers both of those key factors. Those are the things that I can't predict and I have no idea. I talk to my clients about their parents and the situation health-wise that they're in, but with the, you know, DNA sequencing, sequencing testing that we have today, um, it's becoming so, so cheap to be able to provide that only down to a thousand dollars. And so, uh, you know, if you can look at that information that you get from those DNA tests, you know, they can definitely reveal. um, And now this could be a little scary for some people, but they could reveal some things that would either make you want to retire earlier um, or make sure that you consider some planning for something like uh, a trait like Alzheimer's or heart disease that you have in your family. And, you know, there's been lots of studies that, are, that have taken place recently, and one of the ones that I also looked at was uh, from the director of the Aging Institute at the University of Pittsburgh. And he found, or explained, I should say, that for every 50 years, we can expect the lifespan of, um, of people in general, in our, in our, in our, um, you know, in our races, uh, to increase by 15 years. So wow. right now, our life expectancy is roughly 78 years but in 50 years, it's going to be well over 90 years. That's the point I'm trying to make here. And so um, although that might be exciting for many of our younger people because they're going to have much more time to do the things they want and and have trips and live longer, on the other hand, they're going to need to pre- prepare themselves financially. Uh, today, you know, uh, most of our clients that are in their 70s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, 
have a 25% chance of one of them living until the mid-90s. Wow. Uh, but that is significantly going to increase for the millennial generation because of health and because of all of the great things from a technology standpoint that we've done to be able to increase right life expectancy. Yeah. Medicine has come a long way and it continues to do so. And we know things that, hey, this is healthier than this that we didn't know even five, 10 years ago. So I, I can see that happening. And People need to have a plan in place for this. Um, speaking personally, if I was in my 20s or 30s and knew there was a decent shot I'd live to my 90s, my first appointment would be with a financial professional like yourself so I could get a strategy to not outlive my money and grow that money. Yeah, because nobody wants to outlive their money. That's I mean, right. if you knew exactly how long you're going to live, it would be easy to make these decisions. But yeah. you've got to plan accordingly, you know. And um, one thing that's going to help with that, Tony, that we have not discussed yet is there will be, you know, from a technology standpoint, much more, um, you know, I would call these smarter algorithms that are going to help you build your financial strategy. And I'm very, very optimistic about this. Um, you know, the path from your first day on the job to retirement isn't going to be in a straight line, you know, and uh, you could change jobs several times, which means you're going to have money in more places. And that's very, very common with millennials. Um, and so keeping track of it all and bundling it together uh, is going to be very, very challenging. But imagine if you could have everything, insurance products, all your savings, all of your investment accounts, all of it in one place, allowing you to have some, <clears throat> you know, um, collective data to, to be able to look at. And um, that would be so much easier for us. And so you know, experts today uh, are working on different apps, right? And different technology things um, to help today's millennials retire with algorithms. Um, they're, they're looking at uh, ways to be able to blend their finances, their health history, their life expectancy, and other data into a package that kind of puts them in a situation to have better informed decisions than what we have today. And so once again, you should be talking to your advisor about those new technology things that are going to be important to you um, and the generations, um, you know, that follow you. Yeah. Well, and streamline data that combines all your financial numbers in one place, enhances them with other relevant data. Uh, that's power because there's knowledge in power uh, or power and knowledge, I should say. Uh, so, uh, you know, I mean, obviously the more, you know, the better when it comes to your finances, your life expectancy, and with those uh, data points that people will have a person like yourself, a financial advisor will be able to better do your job and help them even more and save more money, make it last longer and have a more comfortable retirement, which is the goal here, right? Definitely. Definitely. And investment and knowledge pays the best interest, Tony. Remember that ah, quote? We always talk yep. about that quote, but it's very, very true. Okay. Investment in knowledge pays the best interest. Ben I Franklin. Ben Franklin. Boom. Yes, sir. Um, ben, know, man, other... what did he do? Just sit around and write intelligent <laughs> quotes? I mean, it's like every uh, yeah, good not, quote is attributed. T totally to Ben Franklin. I agree with you. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the other thing to consider also is that, you know, when today's millennials are in their 60s and older, I think retirement itself is going to be largely viewed as something of a luxury, honestly. And, um, you know, I, I know that that might sound a little negative to some of our listeners, um, you know, because they're thinking that I'm saying that retirement's going to be unattainable. That's that's not the truth. Uh, uh, you know, as technology continues to advance, it's just going to reshape uh, what we think of as work because it's going to become easier and easier to earn money uh, no matter how old you are. 
You know, uh, apps like I talked about on your phone, for example, will make it extremely easy uh, for older people to continue, you know, earning when they retire just a bit of income by doing things that they like. Right. And so uh, that, that's a perfect proof point there that uh, we should be aware of. Yeah, they can develop their own side hustle, as we call it, and turn it into income. And I, I think it sounds like rather than saying retirement will be a luxury, a better way to say it might be that retirement will be those uh, for people who either have more money than they know what to do with or for those who don't want to do anything once they reach a certain age. Yep. And, and retirement itself, I think the meaning of retirement is going to change drastically. You know, it's yes. not, it's not going to be exactly what, um, most, uh, most traditional people today are thinking. It's, it's going to simply mean that you're no longer working Monday through Friday. And, um, you know, instead you're going to be using some type of technology to earn a few bucks on the side, how you want to do it and when you want to do it. And so it's going to help people have that longevity from a financial standpoint, um, based on the new technology that will be available. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, as we're living longer and longer, people are working uh, further and further into their lives. I mean, I know a lot of people who are in their late 60s, early 70s who are still working and perfectly happy doing so and yep. loving it. And so uh, I think that's going to happen more and more. But, you know, it, your number might be different. It might not be 10%. You might need to put away 12%. You might need to only put away 5%. You need to figure it out though. And the way to do that is to work with somebody like yourself, Nick. So how does, how does lifelong learning fit into all of this? You brought up such a perfect point, Tony, a a few minutes ago about uh, people in their sixties continuing to work. And so many people tell me that it just keeps their mind sharp. right? Because of the social interactions that they have on a daily basis. And so, um, you know, learning, is a huge, huge thing. I mean, becoming a lifelong learner is going to definitely increase your future earning power because, you know, the longer that you stay on a job or the longer that you work, you're going to have more people, more companies that want to retain you um, for decades of experience that you have. Learning never goes away. And, you know, previously many companies may not have seen the value in recruiting or retaining older workers because, you know, they were likely to leave sooner rather than later. But, you know, if, um, if more people decide that they want to work until their 60s and 70s, this could open up a huge window for people, um, you know, that are continuing to learn. And so the point is learn, continue to evolve, um, roll with the punches, understand that you're going to have some changes and realize that that's going to be a benefit for you long term. Oh, it's going to be huge. And that makes perfect sense. I think if people are only going to be on the job a handful of years before they move on to the next opportunity, uh, companies might focus on finding the most talented and experienced people they can, regardless of age. Uh, I think that scenario seems like a win-win for companies and for older workers out there. As you get older, I think there are going to be more and more opportunities. It's been a problem, uh, in the, in the recent past, uh, finding jobs for older workers, but I, I see that improving. Definitely. And, you know, I think many experts also expect that there's going to be a huge need for lifelong learning um, different than just the fundamental, you know, college situation that we have today. Um, I mean, for hundreds of years, college has been pretty straightforward. You know, you spend four years there and you prepare for your degree. That's maybe the next 30 or 40 years of your life. But as people live longer and they work longer, is a college degree going to be able to prepare you for 70 or 80 years? You know, the reality of that, Tony, is probably not. And so that means that while you got to continue providing the traditional four-year degrees, 
Colleges are also going to have to develop programs that are going to cater to older people who um, are looking to add new skills on a regular basis and sharpen their current skills. Um, because if they're going to stay in the workplace longer, they need to learn, right? And so um, many folks are going to determine that a four-year degree just is not going to be adequate um, to be able to do what they need them to do. And yeah. so um, certifications, uh, keeping your mind sharp, doing other, uh, you know, extracurricular um, activities uh, having to do with learning is going to be a huge, huge marketplace for um, older populations going forward as well. Yeah. I would agree. And and I think as college becomes increasingly expensive and, and people rely more on the internet for education and information, college is going to look completely different in 50 years. Uh, I don't have an answer except to say it's going to look different than it does today, but learning is important. And a lot of people after they retire like to go back to school uh, to learn some more, right? They definitely do. They definitely do. Um Maybe I'll just close on this last idea, Tony. You know, when I sit down with people today, it's somewhat easier or more general to project out from a life um, expectancy how much money you're going to need at the age of 60 to sit down and retire for the next 20 to 25 years. But the point I'm trying to make in the show today is that's just not going to be the case with younger generations. We're going to live longer. The, The standard of... Social Security kicking in at the age of 62 or full retirement age of 67 or 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 latest of 70 and then Medicare kicking in at 65. These numbers are probably going to have to be adjusted because if you're going to live 30 years or 35 years in retirement, um, there's just a lot more kind of unanswered questions that we're going to have to deal with. And so I hope uh, for the younger generations that there are young financial advisors, younger than me even, who are going to be able to be there to help them figure this out. Um, It's hard enough in our job as a financial advisor to help people that have done a great job and have saved and are at the age where they want to retire. It's going to be even more difficult to explain that to younger people at a very, very early age to make sure that they do enough adequate planning to last their entire lives. So that's why I wanted to talk about this on the show today. And that's why I thought it was very, very important uh, for our listeners to share with their with their friends and family as well. Yeah, I mean, Nick, it's huge, and I think it's been a great show. So one more time before we go, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Sure thing. If you just go to jonesfinancialtalk.com, you can request any information you want from us on there. You can request meetings with myself or other agents. Um, ask us any specific financial questions, and we will answer those for you listeners. All right. Sounds good. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and 
and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.